We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. You gotta have a like the why, and we know our why. So I think you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Millions and millions of people have done this already. You can get help, you can get a roadmap, you can save a lot of time, money, and frustration. Welcome to the Value Add Podcast with K&K. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Value Add Podcast with K&K. Today we sat down with Aaron Patton. We had actually never met Aaron before. He reached out to us to come on the podcast. He's a local San Diego podcaster and honestly he has a really interesting story he's only been doing his podcast for 14 months he's built a very um, good following and I feel like he's somebody that we could all learn from he's really put a lot of work in and I think obviously has some really valuable content to put out there based on how quickly he's been able to grow yeah um from Maine to Minnesota to Vegas to quitting his corporate job and sales job to being a poker player and his parents actually supporting what he wanted to do, which is cool. Um, not going against him, which is one thing which is we kind of talked about. And the other thing that was interesting is that he uh, decided he bought a place in San Diego, then he Airbnb'd it and went on a lot of traveling. Yeah, by himself. Travel. Um, so really cool, interesting podcast. And I think the other thing that's really cool about it is that we kind of, we are very similar because we both do podcasts and we've watched how it not only helps your business, but it helps your life and you get to meet all these cool people and learn. And uh, we got to share some stories. And um, gosh, what else did we... Uh, so the name of his podcast is called The New Age Influencer Podcast. You guys should definitely check it out. And then he also has like a motivational Instagram account called new age mindset um it's definitely like i think a fresh like millennial look on outlook on you know being a business owner or growing a following um he's working on a course currently i think it's in the kind of testing phase but to help people to create valuable content that actually uh, can be monetized um but he has a, a really cool perspective um he's built this thing from the ground up for himself and i think he draws he definitely draws from his experience as a poker player. Um, yeah, sitting around a table with um, the interesting individuals. He said he has all the poker tournaments or times he played poker. The other thing that's interesting about Aaron is that he's um, probably read a lot of books and studied a lot of people and follow a lot of people. So I think he's really taken the content, social media, brand building, podcasts all in a bundle very, very seriously. And um, – he explained some of his techniques on here, which how he reaches out to um, bigger podcasters or people that he wants to get on his podcast, influencers, and how he's gotten them and hooked them and how it wasn't so easy in the beginning, how it's gotten easier. So if you guys have a podcast, definitely listen for those tricks and also how he's growing his social media following just by being present and caring and um, responding back to fans or anybody. Yeah, I think that you don't even have to be a podcaster to – um, take some really good tips on how he's grown. It's really grown his podcast, but honestly, if you are any sort of uh, person that's on social media and you're trying to build a following of any kind, whether it's for your brand or for your business, for your podcast, whatever the case may be, he has a couple of really good tricks on how he was able to grow his account. And I think they're, they're super unique. And definitely if you follow these tips, 
I think uh, you'll you'll see a lot of successors really I don't think I've seen anybody doing it. I know that they are, but it's not like you run in across people in your everyday life who have these techniques. So it would definitely help you stand out from from the rest and gain get get better engagement. Yeah, and I think to um, before we jump into it, I think Crystal's one hundred percent right. But also, he he's very passionate and he does put a lot of time and effort and work into it. And that's why a lot of us, including us you know, you get sidetracked or busy and he's very focused on building this and he goes into detail the time and effort it takes. But if you're willing to do it, you will see the results. So let's jump into it. Here we go with Aaron. Today we have Aaron Patton of New Age Influencers Podcast on the show. Thanks hey, for everybody. On. Thank you for having me on. Wow. Influencers. Yeah. I love that <laughs> word. It's so, uh, influencers is so, I think, it was funny. Everybody's like, influencers have changed so much, right? Like that word. Well, we're all influencers exactly. in some way or another. I think the connotation is shifting from something that was always kind of bad, but now it's starting to trend towards good because micro-influencers are coming about. And you can, if you're actually just being influential in a niche, you don't have to have a million followers, then it's it's a positive thing. And it's just getting your message out there to the world. Yeah, I think the uh, days of like the million followers and all that, that's it's not really what it's about. It kind of started that way. Now it's like you said, it's like small, micro. Well, you can get there. I mean, it's just I, – I, I think that there's the negative connotation. I'm happy that it's kind of going away because I feel like it's kind of like the first – when Uber first came out and everybody's like, who the hell is going to pay a stranger, mm-hmm. you know, to take them somewhere? And now this, like, influencer thing, it's, like, settling in. So everybody's like, okay, it's not all bad. Social media is not terrible. Yeah, it's an accepted – It's the way you use it. It's an accepted wor- yeah. word and way of life now. Yes. Like, it's yeah. – it's, kind of strange not to be on social media these days so yeah you're kind of like oh you're not mm, yeah what's wrong with you? yeah it's before like a- <laughs> you're like you are what's wrong with you yeah you're exactly like, it's right? almost suspicious right you're like you're not anywhere why yeah exactly like it's- you can't trust somebody who's not on social media almost <laughs> it's like i see you watching my stories but you don't have any posts or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People think those people are weird. Just so you know, if you watch us and you're not posting, was you're that, weird. Was that show you, like the guy? Like, we see you. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we can is. see you. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 No, it's kind of funny too. You're saying Uber, like, right? Uber. So I remember you used to get into Uber and you're like, this car's not clean. It's this. You nitpick it and you grab, like, it wasn't clean. The guy was, like, kind of strange. Now you're like, they pick you up. The car's disgusting. It's like, who cares? Give me the A to B and get there. Like, you don't care anymore, right? And I think in the beginning of, you know, influencing and the whole marketing online, I think everybody looks at all the knickknack, you know, all the negative stuff. And now you kind of, like, gradually get away and you're kind of like, okay, so I guess it's not so bad. And then you start figuring out how it works for you. Absolutely. Hey, I'm living that Uber life right now. It's working out fine. I know. (laughs) So Aaron, tell us a little bit of your background because you have like a pretty interesting story on how you got here. Yeah, yeah. So it started out kind of regular, just high school, the college. I went to high school in Minnesota and just wanted to get out of the cold country. So I went to, uh, I went to South Carolina for school. I got an academic, like in-state scholarship. So it was cheap. And also I liked the SEC football team and all that. Um, which nowadays I don't think is a good reason to go to colleges, not for big sports, but if it's affordable, you should definitely go and you know hone some skills. But after that, I just got, uh, my first job in software sales and just worked at like four or five different companies just doing that. And, uh, it was, Towards the end of my 20s, a couple years ago, where I was like, I don't like this anymore. Like, I can only chase money for so long. Because I had just been work working in the weekdays, living for the weekends, going out on the weekends, you know, events, fun, you know, all the fun. And I was 
it was fantastic. But I was like, you know, once you start getting your upper twenties, you kind of think more long term. Is like, do I still want to do this all the time? Like, no, Mondays I need. Mondays was like a bad hangout. Yeah, right? Mondays was a bad day, and yeah. Fridays was the best day. And I was like, I need to change this up. Yeah. So I, I was like, what can I do to change it up? And I just, I'm a person that really enjoys risk. Hence, I was a poker player, and I had been playing poker uh-huh. a lot. And uh, I decided to just jump in, go all in. I had a conversation with my father. I was like, I don't think I like what I'm doing anymore. And I, th- I said, I think I want to play poker right now. That's it. How would your he, dad take and that? And he was, like, very supportive, and oh. I appreciate it very much. He's like, well, you're not going to know unless you try. So that kind of gave me a boost to uh, to to go for it. That's and cool your parents are supportive because I think a lot of people have a – their parents are like, no, you need to, you know, it's like follow the conventional. Yeah, my yeah, parents yeah. are phenomenal when it comes to trying new things That's and cool. taking risks Good and all you. that. And uh, yeah, they're they're the best. So it's really people who don't have that support system. It's much harder. Like it's yeah. still possible to break through and try new things, but it's much much more difficult because you're already dealing with the negative voices inside your own head. Exactly. Let alone for the yeah. people that matter to you most mm-hmm. to like you know push you down on that sort of thing. And I feel like even if poker is not your thing, like at the end of the day, you're not a professional poker player you're finding your path through trying something different you know just yes. like trying things things are vehicles right we were kind of just talking about like different things in life become a vehicle to get you to the next spot and a vehicle to the next spot so you know? true i've said this millions of times and so have all the guests on my podcast currently it's like you take the first step the next step kind of appears you take the next step the next step appears but you can't see to the fourth or fifth step until you take the fourth you know third or fourth step yeah so it's uh it was paramount for me. So I tried to get into the poker world. I was I made a, a commitment on social media to post every single win and loss publicly for wow. everyone to see. So they knew exactly my bankroll, how much I had, how much I lost. Like sometimes I would win a couple thousand, lose a couple thousand, win big, a couple what's hundred. What's the best, best day and worst day then? Uh, I don't know. Uh, let's see. It's probably my best day is probably around four or five thousand. My worst day is probably around like two or three thousand. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's, but that wasn't the norm. I was playing lower stakes. I wasn't playing those high stakes all the time. It was more like if I started out well in the low stakes and then bumped up to the mid stakes and then started to, you know, but but sometimes I would get in the hole as any poker player or gambler Gambler. does. Why why poker for you, you think? Uh, you just can control it way more. Table games is the house has the edge poker. You're playing against other people. You know, it's a zero sum game, but like if you have more skills than your opponent, you can notice more things in your opponent, their tendencies, how they play, like their their bet sizing, things like that. Then you will be able to come out on top over the long haul. More strategy. But unfortunately, for live poker, you don't get enough hands to really get a a graph, a massive sample size like an online poker. Oh, okay. So in online poker, you can be multi-tabling, playing ten different tables, and get like thousands of hands every single day. Whereas Live poker, you only get a small subset. It's tough. So you could be playing really well, but just get really unlucky and lose a lot of money. Or you could be playing really badly and then, you know, yeah. win a lot of money online. and think you're the best. <laughs> yeah. So, like, luck plays into it, but it's more about the edge. But it's, uh, it's, a, it's a hard beast. And uh, I figured out that I didn't want to spend all my time in the casinos. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I stopped. Um, I, well, I stopped in my mind making that the full thing that I was going after. So, okay. yeah. Um, where, where were you playing? I was playing mostly in Vegas and here in Southern California. The best cash games for poker is in Southern California. In the really? L- in the L.A. region, yeah. Really? But there's San Diego, there's some good casinos too. 
but uh, is is a lifestyle that I'm you know happy that I you know tried and I still love it. I play. It's a serious hobby for me. Okay. Um, I'm on a break right now, but it is a serious hobby and will always be a serious hobby. But uh, it's not something that I wanted to make full time my main gig. So when you go to Vegas, where do you stay? Uh, well, my parents live in Vegas, so if I'm going to like not party and just relax, or for the holidays, or just to chill out, you know, I'll stay with them. But if I'm going with friends or like a pool party or whatever, we'll stay just on the strip. And when you're if you're partying, are you still gambling? Um, I try not to, especially at this juncture in my life when I'm trying to get some other things going. Okay. But when I was making like steady income and having that job, I would just you know, yeah, whatever. I have some. Fun. I would I would risk have some fun. <laughs> would you go to the same spot or different places or? Uh, my favorite spots in Vegas, the Wynn, Bellagio, Aria, kind of the main staples. Is it? Okay. Yeah, but, so that's really, so you'll but, just say how many, how many, so on a typically, how many hours would you sit there and play poker for? Um, here's the question. Let, yeah, here's the question. Yeah. It would probably be between six and nine. Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no, but no, but, but no, but, but the, she's I, like, oh my God. But, but, I have to, but I have to say though, for poker, I mean, I mean, Paco, you're over there for poker. That's, that's actually, it's not, we're not talking blackjack. I mean, we set a blackjack table for six hours. We have, and Definitely. you know, blackjack, that's a long time for blackjack. Yeah, that's a long time. And the only reason why I that's stayed impressive. there is because <laughs> we, had, when you're fun. Yeah, we had a lot of fun people at the table. They all stayed yep. and we were all drinking and the dealers were really fun. And I'm like, win or lose, it was about the experience, right? Yeah, absolutely. So six or nine to me is like, no, I mean, we were walking by people. I'm like, that's the same guy. It's, you know, you just. I mean, there's been, so my longest session ever has been, I think it was actually over the uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao fight oh, in Vegas. I, I did like. 34 hours straight. Wow. <laughs> so that was my longest one. Is like Were a you day, Red Bulls a day or? and a half. I was drinking everything. <laughs> <laughs> How was the hangover after that? Oh, gosh. It wasn't great, but I slept a lot. <laughs> so I'm guessing you're getting free rooms. But, but that wasn't the norm. So unfortunately, poker doesn't do a lot of comps, oh. especially for the lower stakes. You're not getting a lot of comps. Okay. I mean, you are getting comps, like free food and stuff like that, but like free rooms and lavish suites, no. not so much as if blackjack, you were like a yes. black, blackjack for sure. Yeah. For sure. on blackjack. Yeah. Cause but, they're, uh, so are you, um, what is your, are you up then in poker? Um, I'm up overall. overall. Yeah. Since I started keeping track, like I was, there was a couple of years in there where I was just beginning and we're not keeping track as much, but so prop, so probably not as up as much as the public's, you know, the public account says, but uh, since I've been tracking it consistently, I am, which is positive. Most people are down. So, so what's your favorite thing about poker then? <laughs> My favorite thing about poker is actually what led me to the podcast. So it's like, I love the game, the risk, the math, all that. But my absolute most favorite thing is getting the craziest group of people in one common area playing one common game. Like I've said this a lot of times, but like it'd be like me and like a gangster looking Asian guy and then like a VP of a corporate company and then a grandmother and then a grandfather and then like, you know, just runs it's just everyone. Like every everyone, type of every type of person from all walks in life. You never from, know who's from the poorest of the poor to the richest of the rich. Yeah. And it's just like, and the, the motions that play into it based on pots and like the different backgrounds, like there's fights that break out. Like there's, it's just very, <laughs> it, there's very interesting things that happen, but I just love the fact that I could like talk to different people from all over the world playing the same game. And I want to bring that into a more productive business direction. So in my mind, that was like podcasting. I was listening to a lot of podcasts at the poker table, like learning a lot, trying not just to have it just be dead gambling time, but actually learn something. So you're allowed to listen yeah. when you're playing? They don't care? Yeah, you don't. It doesn't so matter. You're listening to I like, get massage, you can get food, you can listen, you can get everything. So, Hence how you can sit for 34 hours at a table. Very true. 
that's so, awesome. Yeah, so let me into podcasting, and I've been just implying kind of the same principles to the podcast, just in a different, more positive and productive forum, I think. And uh, it's been fantastic. It's been a little over a year, just like you guys, for this podcast. So what that's made awesome. you like decide that podcasting was the next step? I wanted to get into content creation. I wanted to build up some type of brand where I could eventually make money, but I also just wanted to learn how people were making money online so that I could apply the advice that I've learned from them to my own life. So like a learn with the audience type of thing. Uh So that was really key. So it's just, it's like naturally set up in the podcast where not only is it helping their PR, my PR and brand awareness, but I'm learning something every single week. And if I start to get like down as far as motivation or something, I always have to put out an episode on Monday. So like motivation goes back up. So it's just like a natural built in motivator. So it's, it's the best of all worlds, I think in, in my perspective. Yeah. So, um, when you were gambling, did you kind of do anything else or you just like went right into the pod? Cause I know you went through some traveling and stuff or. Right. Yeah. So I, uh, I started playing poker. Um, so leading up to me leaving my job, which we could talk about that if we, we need to, but, uh, I left the job, the software sales world. Um, I started playing poker and then I also had bought a condo downtown San Diego in that last year. And so then I started Airbnb it out downtown. What year is this? Um, this is 2017. Okay, cool. And then I started Airbnb it out and I knew I wanted to travel too. Cause I, at that, at that point I didn't, truly know what I wanted to do. I just started the podcast, but I didn't really know the direction, but I knew I wanted to kind of travel, think about things and see a little bit of the world. So my sister lives in Germany. We did uh, Christmas in Germany. And then I went on like a 15 country trip, um, like a couple weeks with friends and then two and a half months solo. And I let podcast listeners and social media followers vote where I went. So I didn't really know where I was going to go. I would pose four cities in opposite directions. They would vote on Instagram, like A, B, C, or D. And then I would go to that city and then do the same from that city. So that's so that's cool. cool. I had no I idea that. where I was going to end up, but it ended up taking me like, it was like, well, it started in Amsterdam and then Belgium, Italy, Croatia, Montenegro, Macedonia, Greece, Malta. Did you go by yourself? Yeah. For two and a half yeah. months. What was the yep. biggest thing you learned? The biggest thing I learned is that I just love podcasting even more because my favorite activity was just listening to podcasts, learning, and then seeing new landscapes and scenes and experiences. But, um, yeah, the biggest thing I learned also, aside from just podcasting. Yeah, like I meant personally. Yeah, personally. Yeah. Yeah. Just the fact that, I mean, I had traveled before. I've been to several different countries. But when you truly see like the backs and the like the bus stations in Slovakia and like different things that you normally would not travel to, like the tourist, the non-touristy destinations, mm-hmm. like it really opens up your eyes, right? Like there's more than just the pocket bubble of beach life in San Diego. Like yeah. it's way more than that. And a lot of people are always in the California bubble specifically, but uh, it's just opens your eyes up to, there's so many more people and podcasting is a forum to actually talk to those people. I was just guesting on a show that it was this younger uh, woman in Italy and she wanted to have me on her podcast and she spaced out of Milan where I was. So I was like, you get to talk to people all over the world. Uh, the podcast, my podcast, New Age Influencers, was ranked in Ukraine like a couple weeks ago. So Number cool. one in careers. I was like, Ukrainians even speak English? Like, <laughs> But yeah. I yeah. guess my sister said there's a pretty large influx of younger um, professionals in like Kiev, which is the main city in Ukraine. And it's like, that's crazy. Like someone in Ukraine can be listening to my voice that I'm recording out of my home in San Diego. And that's just so powerful. So it's just I think a, the world's getting a lot smaller. It's so much smaller. Yeah. It's so small. You can connect with anyone. It's the connection yeah. economy. So it's just amazing. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, fortunately for us, like our generation, we've had guys like Gary Vee, 
and you know whether you like him or not or Grant Cardone and stuff. It's I love like, Gary Vee. Yeah, and I think Gary Vee was obviously one of the guys that went out there and showed us like this is why you do it. And then you got a guy like Grant Cardone though. When you see him, he's like everybody's like, why'd you buy the jet? And he's like, this jet can get me around the world and I can see people. And at first people were like, I don't understand it. And I think mm-hmm. now people are like, oh, wait a minute, this guy's going around the world, flies in, has this event, whatever, but he meets all these people and he comes back and he's like, now he's been in all these countries and meeting people. And he's like, this is how you build a brand real fast, real quickly. Um, and, and he's doing a lot through just sitting, you know, in his place in Miami, but when he goes and meets, he can come back. Now he's already had that staple there, staple there. Yeah. And he's smart. It's so smart. And he's doing most of those events for free. I went to the one in San Diego. Did you? Um, and I, I'm in the text club for Gary and Grant. Those are my two that I'm I'm in. So I love, I love both of them. And I was just listening to the podcast the other day with Lewis Howes. Me too. Grant. Yeah. He's like, well, the reason I actually got that jet was Elena. So she kind of pushed me to think even bigger. It's like, if it was up to me, I'd just be grinding 10 hours a day in Miami still. But like. It's good to have you guys kind of have that dynamic. I'm sure you guys bring different perspectives to what you want to do with this 100%. thing. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good dynamic to have for sure. Yeah, I did the um, how I got into this. I don't know if you know, but um, is we didn't do any social. We never did any marketing our business mm-hmm. and we were, you know, pretty much all referral. And um, we sold our property management company. And I was like, you know, I want to take the time we're putting in there. Crystal's like, great, here we go. <laughs> but I want to put it into building content and a brand yeah. because I think if I can build a brand, um, then I can start doing a lot of other things, right? You see people, they build a brand and get it, and then they mm-hmm. start, you can start, you know, it's like the hand, start going mm-hmm. out. And so I didn't know anything. And Crystal's like, hey, you should check this guy out for Gary V. So I jumped in and obviously just, you know, swallowed his content like, you know, a fire hydrant. Ah. And then, what is it, four or five months later, might have been, I went and flew in and did the 4D with him. Oh, you did? You yeah, did so a 4D? Yeah, so I'm sitting okay. in a room with that's, Gary. That's amazing. Not even really doing much social media. And, you know, I'm at the end of the table where he's going to sit for two and a half hours and we're doing this whole thing. And then he comes walking in and everybody does their stuff. And I kind of give my whole story in real estate. And yeah. it's like, and he's like, uh, I'm like, okay, so tell me about you. He goes, so, so what do you want? I'm like, well, what am, what am I doing? What do I do? He goes, what, do you, what do you mean? I go, what? He goes, you know what to do, right? I go, I don't know. He says, just fucking go do it. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? He's like, just go fuck. Well, everything you know in real estate, fucking give it away for free. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to do. So I told Crystal, what do you want to learn? Um, give every fucking thing away for free. You're like, what does that mean? So, you know, you come back and you sit down and really it's content. It is. And just like you. Exactly. So that's why we're talking about it. It's like just like you do. It's and content is, yeah. and, and, and ungated content, meaning that people can consume it without having to give any info about themselves. So they can just be scrolling and consume it and then like your stuff and maybe listen to a little more or watch a little more. And then if they become a fan of yours, which not everyone will, you know, most actually won't, but some will. And then they kind of move up the Ascension model of like, okay, I'll give an email address and then you give more value. And then, okay, I'll get into some community, give more value. And Uh then maybe I'll purchase something from you in the end. So really like it's the 2080 rule, like 20% of your money is going to get made or 80% of your money is going to get made from 20% of your customers. And so true. And then 20% of that 20%, actually heard it the other day, it was like a 64 or 4% rule where only 4% of your 20% makes up like even 80% of that bottom line, like the high ticket stuff. So I'm not even into that world yet. I've just learned all this. Like, so it's amazing. Like, it's funny. The, That's yeah. what we're, we're literally learning. Like, we're at the same kind of spot. Cause even Grant said, like, we put these free events on and only 22% of people show up. Mm-hmm. What? And then he said, that Lewis and them saying, how many people bought a thousand dollar ticket and never showed up for the ticket? Exactly, event. it's crazy. <laughs> Probably more people showed up that paid for the ticket, but it's true when you have a free event, and I, I really believe this is like um, 
when we did go to 10x and Russell Brunson was talking and it was like and even Grant was saying like I give tickets for free to like relatives or friends or whatever and they don't do anything with it yeah the guy who paid three thousand dollars to be here he's invested he's like I'm yep. serious about this I committed to exactly. this so yep. it's like when you get something for free it's like Meh. Yeah. I mean that's your level of commitment basically mm-hmm. you gave nothing and you're just kind of like if I didn't sleep good today maybe I just won't go to the event then yeah you know that's, that's exactly right so what have you um, putting skin in the game is important? Yeah, for sure. From doing the podcast, um, it's kind of funny because we're both in the same boat, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, in the last year, what do you think your biggest takeaway is? Is like somebody that's listening now that whether they're going to start a podcast or just just start putting content online and talk about what the hell you do, right? Like, yeah, like you gamble. You're like, I'm going to show you my watch. <laughs> that's cool, yeah. but it's yeah. like you're and then you travel. You're like, here, pick a spot. It's cool. You're like getting people involved in your life. I think yeah, it's just smart. the actions created things. Like if I hadn't started playing poker and like uh, outlining it on social media, like would I have ever even gotten into the influencer kind of interest or game? You know, maybe not. And if yeah. I hadn't been unhappy at the job, would I've ever even had the you know balls to quit or something? <laughs> yeah. Like like, <laughs> like things happen for a reason. Um, but I, I would just say for people, like if you're out there, you should have two main things. You should have a main social media platform and you should have a main content platform where you own your stuff, like a podcast, a blog, or, you know, people say YouTube, but you don't truly own YouTube channel, but it's pretty guaranteed that it's not yeah. going away. So YouTube, blog, or a podcast, and then in conjunction with that, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, or something else. And if you can just focus on two main platforms starting out and build up you know, just put out the free content about what you care about, whatever it is, talking about your daily life and also the stuff that you care about. So I, I mentioned it, sorry, I mentioned it in the, um, the other San Diego podcast recently. It's like niche content, broad content. So you're posting niche content about your real estate, but then broad content about what you're eating so that people can relate to both and people that are in both buckets follow you. I think, yeah, when people have something in common. I mean, yeah. when you were doing, like, face-to-face sales, that's the first thing they said. Like, find something in common with people. Do you play golf? Do you do this? I mean, this is, mm-hmm. like, for social media, essentially mm-hmm. what we're doing is, like, yeah. by showing your daily life, you're showing, like, hey, we actually have a lot more in common than you think. Exactly. Uh, Daniel G., he's on a one of the guys that uh, I kind of follow closely. He's, like, a sales guru guy, closer. Um, he's, like, he was talking about it. I'm not sure if we can swear on this podcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. I swear all the time on my yeah. podcast. Yeah. So I was like, all right. No, you're good. But he's like, people come in here and they try to sell you something. And he's like, dude, like, I don't give a fuck about you. You haven't complimented my shirt yet. So I don't care about you. <laughs> like, yeah. you got to build some rapport in some aspect. Like, that's, yeah, exactly. That's jab, 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 right great. hook. Nobody gets it. I'm like, yeah. Gary, and Gary, like, give, 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 give. He was, when we're in the meeting, he's like, give as long as you can. Mm-hmm. As long before you monetize. Go as far and long because I'm telling you, when you get, when you hook, you will be, you'll be rewarded. And then you might not have to hook. But I agree with you. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And it's in the beginning building up something people expect like just because i put a nice looking photo or like a good caption people will follow me well that's not the case anymore maybe back in the day when it started that was the case but now you have to build your foundation you have to do the gary v of staying up till 3 a.m and responding to tweets like on instagram or linkedin or whatever your platform is you have to build a foundation of people so i constantly voice dm people that follow my concept account new age mindsets that kind of goes along with the podcast it's like hey thank you so much for interacting with this account if you like what this account's about maybe you'll like the podcast check it out let me know your feedback we'd love to hear what you think like sending 25 of those messages a day Smart. or 50 or whatever like just block out time to do that no matter what you're doing if you have a podcast or whatever channel you're on or whatever your thing is like 
just reach out to people. Having one-on-one conversation is the single most important thing I think I've learned that you should do to start building a brand online. I like that. That is very Gary V-ish. Yeah. But no, that's what Gary did in the beginning. Yeah. Nobody gets. He goes, that's why he says, you motherfuckers, nobody gets. I was over here doing this. Yeah. He put the kid to bed and he worked from whatever till whatever and they didn't get that. Well, mm-hmm. it's the same even like there's some other people like uh, Ricky Carruth or like a Ben Anderson, whatever. I realized once I started, uh, like I follow them and I mean, not even like two minutes later, I get an email that's like, hey, thanks for the follow. Like, you know, I mean, it's kind of something similar to that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how many people are really doing that? There's very I'm few. terrible about it. Yeah. So yeah. it's also yeah. impressive when someone actually noticed. And I would say too, like, uh, you know, the big guys like Caruth or whatever, I know you have, he's pretty big time, right? And, uh, you know, they have the automated messages and they can do that because they built up a brand. But like when you're a small guy or a small girl, when you're starting out, if you just send out auto messages that doesn't have the same effect like yeah. i can tell exactly when there's an auto message and i almost always ignore it or have a bad taste in my mouth from that person so it's more if you send a voice DM, a voice dm that's the absolute best thing you can do because they can hear the inflections in that's your voice smart. or a video dm it takes longer but like you got them for life almost like it's and 95 percent of them will look at your profile and if your profile is set up and optimized to something they care about they'll for sure follow you or at least small, like how many, your how many people are really following you a day so it's not like you're you have like thousands well that's why when you're small you have to follow comment their picture and send them a voice dm yeah and if people don't follow you after that then maybe you need to switch up your content or provide more content or value but but if you do that for people who aren't expecting it strangers like they are they're actually really happy <laughs> like no. oh people know that this account exists because they never get messages if there's it's sm- flattering yeah, too you know? right it's like getting a compliment especially if you address them by name and you comment on something their picture like hey brad i uh i like basketball too i play every tuesday how, how often do you play like shit what brad's my guy for life now yeah, yeah. no matter what the fuck i'm talking about. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, smart. That's really smart. No. What would you say to people? Because we actually still have, I mean, I think in our business, since we're in real estate, it's like a lot of people are not, a, they're not millennials. Like they're a different generation and yeah. they're not on social media yet. Yep. And they talk to us all the time. They're like, <laughs> I need to get on social media. I need to do it. But I think that the biggest thing they're worried about is what other people are going to think of them. So they just yeah. never get started. Mm-hmm. What, what advice do you have to people who like, care so much yeah. about what people are saying you just right? got to yeah. work it out i post i've been posting constantly about that kind of stuff like you're no matter how old young pretty ugly smart dumb whatever you are people are going to like you and not like you it's gonna there's gonna be both always so you just have to get over that and just start posting and it's like a muscle it's a social media muscle when you start posting more then you build up more confidence uh, but if you post a story and then delete it, it's like, oh, I don't think people are going to like that. Then that kind of detracts from your confidence. That's funny people do that. Um, yeah. So I, you know, I started to do that. I did that a couple of times when I first started posting about the podcast. Like, am I talking about this too much or whatever? And then I like saw a quote or something. It's like, you should be talking about your stuff if you believe in it. If you believe in your message and your product or service or whatever, 100%. you should be fucking promoting it. Yeah. And uh, if you're not, then you're doing a disservice to people out there if you actually believe in it. If you don't believe in it, then, yeah, people will see right through that as a fake person. But, like, if you believe in your stuff, you promote it. So if you continuously promote stuff and post, you know, if people are afraid, it just builds up that muscle and builds up that hard skin over time. Yeah, you may get an occasional what are you talking about or what the hell's wrong with you? But like when you're small, almost no one's going to respond with hateful comments. Like it's really only when you get to a certain level that people start hating on success or whatever you're getting, which is amazing, which is a reflection upon themselves. I agree. I think until you have got a pretty sizable influence, I think most people are (laughs) like 
they definitely are complimentary of you putting yourself out there because mm-hmm. it's something that they wish they could do yeah. or something that they feel nervous about. So they automatically kind of like you just by virtue of doing something that they're also <clears throat> nervous about doing. Yeah. However, a dark side to that is that a lot of people in the beginning will support you, but then your family and friends will drop off. And because if you make progress, then unfortunately, lots of times, if you're doing what's in best interest for your life, then it's like a self-reflection on their lives. And if they're not doing something similar or not taking action, then they just, they kind of don't like you just because they don't like what they're doing, which is unfortunate. It's shitty. It's a shitty situation. But my hopes is that like you see that and then have some people start trying to do some things. So I know for a fact that a couple of my friends um, who are trying to think about long-term stuff now because of what I've been posting all the time, whereas before maybe they wouldn't and maybe they sort of messed around you know, for the last couple of years, but they're starting to take some action. They're like, I kind of want to start doing this or putting my money in real estate or like starting this podcast or like making this Instagram account better and they would reach out to me and it's like, shit, all right, some people do resonate. Yeah, some friends and family are always going to drop off, but like, fuck them. Well, I mean, you're like, that's that's their issue, you know? Yeah, that's their issue. You don't have to treat them badly, but like, just continue doing what you're doing. Like, don't make it stop. But that's awesome that that your consistency could, like, it's it's kind of amazing that it takes that long and that much consistency, which is why we always say this is a a long game, because like, some people might be a week or a month or a year or three years, you know, but if you're constantly putting that out, because Kenny's had that a lot, because he's the super early morning guy, so (laughs) he's definitely had a handful of people that have now said, you kind of like got me to move my ass and Mm -hmm. get up earlier in the morning, you know, and that's pretty cool, because he does it every day. It's really cool. And for some of us, even me sometimes, I'm like, here he goes again, 45, yeah, they just didn't understand it, and then they get into it, they're like, oh shit, they're like, I'm not going to go to bed early and do that stupid and then all of a sudden they do it they're like wow okay i get it you know and so no i i completely agree with you because to when you the other thing is like let's just be honest if you don't post and you start posting there's also going to be your low your your circle around you Mm -hmm. people will probably give you shit like what are you doing bro like what's this all Uh all of a sudden you post and they're going to start kind of cracking you and knocking (laughs) you but the thing is is what you got to do is just understand is they're going to do that, but mm-hmm. eventually they're going to get worn out because they're going to go, oh, this mother effer is going to just keep going, 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 going. He's yeah, like, he's uh, real serious about this. Yeah. Like most people will start something, say they're going to start something, get the support and then drop off. But if like you start something, people pay attention, then they stop paying attention. But then like six months later, they're like, oh man, he's still doing this. <laughs> yeah. Must be serious about this. Like all right, I'll give it a listen now, like, or I'll give it a follow. Or no, like, and I, when <laughs> I was up early, I started talking about doing it, and then, um, then people would kind of, you know, give me, and I'm like, dude, you're, you're trying, you're trying to rattle my cage because you're whatever, <laughs> but I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. And then eventually, it turned into Crystal said like, fuck, maybe I start getting up early, and then they're more like now the respects here, like, oh, every time around, up oh, here's Mister three forty five, you mm-hmm. know, so. I think, but it doesn't matter what it is. It could be anything in your life if you just see through the bullshit and just, you got to ignore it because they will come and then then eventually they might be fans or they might just go away. So true. And that's why I, I, so I have like a kind of a three point Instagram system where I have the podcast account, my personal account, and then I have this concept account called New Age Mindsets Mm -hmm. where I post every day. And it's like a motivational or kind of like real type of thing, kind of cool. like a Gary Vee. Um, but it, it drives me since I have to post every day in my mind. And then it helps everyone else too. And then like so I'm always constantly just getting this firepower of motivation and, and whatever, uh, which is great for a lot of people. But if they don't take action, it's kind of useless. So like I constantly try to force that, you know, taking action is a big message. Having fun while you're doing it so you don't get burnt out. That's a big message. Like a lot of different things and 
shifts there. What's the so? What is the message you're kind of like through your stuff? What are you trying to push? I know you're trying to yeah do the content push that, but yeah. really like what is your motivation to push out to people to like encourage? Yeah, or yeah. Help? My message is simple. It's like have fun first, and then work smart. Meaning, have fun doing what you're doing. I have a blast putting out my podcast for zero dollars, so you can bet your ass I'll have fun if it starts making me money. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So, like, have fun first doing whatever you're doing. If you're doing like rock climbing YouTube videos or interviewing people in Manhattan or whatever the hell your thing is, like, just have fun doing it because that's you know that that rubs off on people. Um, the vision, and then working smart means actually providing um, content to people that helps them for with a problem, but doing it where you can scale it, meaning digital, online, social media, like not, you know, gone are the days where you just have a brick and mortar ice cream shop and think you're going to be a multi, multi-millionaire because that's not scalable because your only audience is like one little corner, one little city block, mm-hmm. whereas the internet, 7 billion people and like at least a third of them are online. So yeah. it's, uh, it's just getting your business digital so you have that market and then approaching it the right way, taking action and just keep going. So having fun and working smart. It's not about working just hard every day and churning out hours and trying to get experience like being a 40-year man i always say it this is like something from peter Vogt, who's a big inspiration too who i'm sure you guys know yeah. but it's like working right like you should be having different years every single year because you're trying new things making tweaks here and there um and if you're not making trying tweaks or growing then you're essentially staying stagnant or going backwards and you're never gonna truly ascend to the levels you want to if you're doing that yeah peter's um definitely like uh He's like master that. So he's funny because his wife is wino poker, Kayla. And so I met Kayla playing poker in the poker community. She's a big poker person, really big ambassador for poker. So I know all like the vloggers and all those guys and and poker and played with them at meetup games and doing Instagram games and stuff. But then her husband is Peter and I had no idea who Peter was, but then I started following him and he's even bigger in just the self-help motivational yeah. space and he's a just he's awesome he's played with us a couple times like he he plays poker for fun he doesn't okay he's not really happy when he loses but he doesn't play it seriously yeah. like like yeah. kayla does but uh he's just he's an amazing inspiration for yeah. millennials and he's very what he's good at is um i do follow him and um i think what he's really good at is he's very clear and very direct about saying yes like, if you're negative in my life you're out yeah you're gone yeah. like if there's anything that's like not yeah. what if i'm going here quickly and you're getting my way you're out of my life immediately get the fuck out of the way because i'm going this way exactly and i know he's kind of has an interesting life because he travels i know the kids probably slowed him down a little bit yeah he's just had a kid so. yeah but he's all over the place but that's what millennials need to hear because they're so caught up about worrying about all this other crap and balance is like one of the best things he talks about it's yep. like being balanced like having if you become a millionaire but you're shitty like with your relationships and that's kind of off balance. You need to be like, get everything together at once, your health, your relationships, your money, you know, it should all go up together. And if one's dropping, you need to focus on that. It's like, that's why I like multi multi-millionaires. Some of them are so unhappy because they're not like actually, they treat people like shit or they're, you know, they're overweight and they're not healthy or like, you know, and you can't live a truly like dominating life if you're just rich or you're just fit yeah, or you're just married. Yeah. Like, Mm-hmm. You got to have other aspects. Yeah. Crystal, you're listening to that because um, Gabby Reese and she just started a podcast. I don't know who Laird Hamilton is. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So they just started one and obviously they're he's a very extreme person, the mm-hmm. waves and this mm-hmm. and that, but they're talking about, you know, they go from Hawaii to Maui and all this, but, you know, people are very intrigued by them because Laird's Laird. If you know Laird, you just, yeah. if it's Laird, you just know <laughs> it equals all this stuff. And then she's this lady, but they're talking about, it's it's like, a lot of people say it's not even balanced. It's like 
I just created a life where it has all of this stuff in it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like my, my time, my family time, my work time, my content time, whatever, but it's just got to fit in the whole day. And I think the beauty of, of it all is, is you never really feel balanced. We're always struggling to get balanced. Exactly. But as long as you're yeah. in the struggle, yeah, like you're doing something right. As long so as you're just accepting yeah. it. So I think that's like I think I think that's like the big movement of our generation mm-hmm. too is being much more self aware about those things is like okay because I know the thing is oh it's so cliche everybody talks about balance I hate when people talk about I've, <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say that but it's like if we're being honest we're all struggling for balance yes I'm nobody's saying you're ever gonna get it or achieve it yes. just like every time you climb a mountain there's a new mountain that you need to climb so it's like we're never gonna have that perfect balance especially you get married you have kids like I feel like even for me some days I'm like. 50 50 you know yeah. and it's like i'm always struggling to at least get somehow get to 120 or 130 or you know whatever you can do but i think it's more about the struggle and the awareness to create the balance is always better than if you just didn't try at all yeah just being conscious of it yes. is important being aware and cognizant of it if you're just flying by ignorance it, it's kind of you know it'll eventually bite you in the ass but i think that's why social media is so great because there's so many positive messages out there, there really and you can watch you can follow so many positive people there's also way negative oh, yeah. all, all the time but years. like if you start internalizing these messages like a 14 year old can like if the, if a 14 year old goes to my account new age mindsets and watches every video highlight they will be 10 times smarter in like a half hour than probably like five years of school which is crazy because it's like clips from all the best quotes from like the people who've made it like and that's crazy that you can do that as a like a 15 year old before like back in the day when there's no social media it's like okay you, well you had to read books and stuff and go to the library like how many 15 year olds are just going to read a book all the time but people will be on social media and just get these quick clips of motivation these quick doses of, of new you know learning techniques or ways that i want to go so that's why you have like 13, 14, 15 year olds like DMing people like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. <laughs> like, that's, that's, dude. Why, that's, why, that's, why, that's why they love Gary. You're, you're a teenager. You know? Yeah. Like, he's real. He's but honest. at least they're yeah. thinking about it, which is yeah. leaps and bounds ahead of most people. We're, we're, I mean, we're so lucky. It's like you can pull up your phone, you can go through podcasts, and you can see people that you've never been able to see, touch, mm-hmm. feel, and see yeah. them in a podcast, which somebody you know is a good podcast or asking them the good questions, and they're just being very open. Anything. It doesn't matter. It's fitness, entrepreneur, ba- any sports, whatever, and you can you can, you can get the questions. You're like, oh, I wonder what they're, like, they're telling you about their life, and you can learn so fast about all these different people and you things. Can, you can eagle eye into anyone's life, too. Like you watch a football game, and like you see a guy flying in from the top, and it's like, who is that? They post the handle on the screen and then you go follow that handle and you're like he's taking a selfie video as he's flying into the stadium so like you got that perspective you saw it you got it like that's insane and amazing like yeah so amazing yeah you can see any perspective you can see a perspective from the most famous celebrity world in the world or your cousin sarah yeah yeah no <laughs> i like because it's like whatever you're interested in you can find and exactly. it's like i'm interested in different things at any given moment sometimes i want to learn about business things sometimes i want to learn about wellness things sometimes you want to learn about makeup things <laughs> yeah whatever yeah. yeah all of it you know so it's nice that you can kind of find that best pranks to play on the husband um so you've been doing this po- your podcast now for like 12 or 14 months 14 right? months 14 15 yeah yeah so what's kind of your next i mean you've done like basically a year of podcasting we talked about it a little bit but what's kind of like yeah. your vision or your goals for this year and 
moving forward? Yeah, great question. Um, so right now I'm in a test phase with about 125 people. It's just getting started, but for the next month or two, I'll be like putting out specialty content, like private content um, based off all the thousands of notes and hours of research and conversations with influencers and entrepreneurs and all of them and kind of putting it into a easily consumable pathway for how to actually make your first dollar online by creating content and what it actually needs, what actually needs to happen for you to do that and the timelines and all that stuff and different uh, value ads for, for them, value add for, for them to uh, actually get there. So it'll be like a membership based subscription model. Um, so I'll be officially launching it in spring with a fee attached. And, you know, the beauty of it is if no one new joins and no one wants to pay and it takes me a, lot, a while to struggle to get new people in, well, I'll be able to help the people that are in there for free even more so. But if I get more people in there and I start off with a bang and get a lot of people, then it'll just be more stories and more people to collaborate. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you're around like-minded people, that's when magic happens. So that's what, that's one of the other basics that I've learned from new age influencers is like, when I'm talking to all these people, like I know myself, I will eventually get to some you know area of what they've done. Like maybe not as great or as fast, but like if I'm just talking to them every week, it will rub off. And on the opposite, if I'm just partying every week, that will rub off too. Granted, I do like to have fun and I do it both, but like, you know, you got to have a balance again, it comes back to balance for, for what you want. So that's the main thing I'm going to be focusing on. Um, I've been doing like consulting for free and, you know, a couple paid here and there for just like podcasting, but I, I didn't want to be a podcast helper or like a podcast consultant, which is, you know, what I would be right now. Yeah. I've had a podcast and I built it up and so I can help people with that. But like, I don't want to be talking about mics and like how to set it up and all that stuff. I want to be talking about what do you like doing online and how to get you from point A to B. Yeah. You don't want to be in the granular like details of. Yeah. And if someone wants to, you know, start a podcast and like maybe pay like a high ticket for a consulting, like, yeah, I'll take on a couple clients to do that. But like, I don't want to make that my main core business. Mm -hmm. So I'm just Mm -hmm. trying to be cognizant and do things the right way for what I actually want and not have to pivot. So start and just continue to scale and not start and have to stop and reevaluate and do something else. So I have to give him a lot of thought to it. Like it's changed in my mind multiple times, but this is what I'm doing. This is it. Yeah. That's cool. That's exciting. Yeah. So you guys are doing something similar to center. You know, for us, I mean, we have, um, we know our main focus is like uh, we do finance, commercial, residential, right. and then we are real estate investors, uh-huh. which is our passion. That's what we like to teach. And so we did the podcast because we kind of we wanted to share what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll be, you know, we de- our this is why the shirt I'm wearing. We're that's what I'm focused on is generational wealth. Yeah, for and sure. Could, we do. We're our generational wealth is more through real estate. That's what we believe in. Yep. That's what we know, mm-hmm. and that's what we're going to preach. So I think us just. We're backing up and going, okay, what does that look like for us? And um, we've added value to people. And how do we add more value? But we just do it in a strategic way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's through the podcast, through content. And then obviously, eventually, it'll be through um, material and maybe some coaching and things like that. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. I mean, real estate and like online digital products are just like the two main buckets for making eventual passive income like nothing's truly passive you're gonna have to put in work on the front end but like eventually like those two things if you have those two boxes checked like you're gonna be good for a while yeah (laughs) so that's what i mean crystal and i you know we've done it we've built it and we advise people every day all day it doesn't stop so we realized because we did the property management just kind of like you you go and do all this stuff in a short period of time and cram it all in and what comes out is 
um, two people that, you know, have like a double masters in real estate. Mm-hmm. And, but like some people call us like this. I'm like, I don't know anything about building or construction. Call this guy. That's not what I do. Yeah. I just mm-hmm. know this is our niche. Like we buy multifamily property. We know how to finance it. We know how to rehab it. We know how to manage mm-hmm. it. We know how to acquire it. We know the whole freaking thing. And that's what we want to focus on. Just like, you know, you're kind of. Well, the higher level overview though, is that most people are working in a job right. that they just live for the paycheck yep. and the weekends and whatever. But then also too, like you're doing this for so long and then you're like, well, what else? Like, am I really going to do this until I'm 65? And exactly. even when I'm 65, am I going to be able to quit and like live a decent lifestyle <laughs> right. that I want to live? Yeah. And so it's like, no, you can no longer just have a job and get a salary and contribute to your 401k and then retire and live a comfortable lifestyle. Yeah. We don't know what is going to happen in like 30, 40 years. Right. Like we could, Honestly, we could all be taken over by robots. Like, <laughs> like you yeah. don't know what could happen. And like, we're all by living like, longer. Yeah, too, we're living so. longer, and you don't know if like Medicare and all that will be around. Like, who God knows what happened. Who, who knows will be president or if president? I, I mean, I hate politics to be honest, but like I always say that why I don't. I think presidential's, you know, the president's outdated. I think we just should have a council where it's like five people from every generation and they make the decisions every time. Yeah, it's hard to like travel and meet other leaders and stuff, but like I feel like there could be a better system and not have the two-party system. I I just hate it. It's, I hate seeing people argue it's online. Outdated. Nothing ever changed. Minds yeah. never get changed based on what because you say. They're there for the wrong like, reason. Yeah, like it's just it just right? spawns hate it's, and it's 100% horrible. There. And I agree with you. I'm I'm a I listen to Robert Kiyosaki, you know who he is. Yeah, Rich Dad Poor Dad. I listen yeah. to his podcast. Um and you know politicians hate him people hate him because he's like you know he if you listen to his podcast lately he's uh has a book called fake fake news fake asset fake teachers it's all fake it's all bullshit yeah and then he's like pensions that's the next craft crisis like pensions are effed like that's what i tell people if you like he said go find your pension go ask what they're investing really look at it and call me and tell me yeah. how things are looking cuz it ain't good yeah. and like you said social security and medicare social security what is created for if you really go back it wasn't how we use it now is not really what it's created for it was like kind of a help thing now it's like a i rely on a thing yeah so it's... we just realize if we're going to rely on it like you just said is when you have your podcast you own it you control it you mm-hmm. have that right if yes. you have your brand you can kind of do that when it comes to real estate or this, it's like you can touch and feel it. But like, if that shit goes away, but I have this buildings that pay me every month cash flow, Grant Cardone, you've heard him a million times. Exactly. So yeah. it's like we work, so we take our money and we buy assets that pay us, and then you get big enough and you can take all that cash flow and you want to, you want to piss it away and be stupid with it. Fine, go buy a jet and all this shit, <laughs> but because it, it comes in the next month and the next month, yes. and that's just what we believe in. So. And we meet a lot of people that want to do this. They just don't know how to do it. And, and the one thing we learned is just recently is it's what, well, what is it? What's, what's your why or what do you, what, what is it? What is the question? It's, it's what are you, um, what problem are you solving? What problem are you solving? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we? And we're like, we're probably, we're solving an insecurity problem that mm-hmm. somebody you're solving an insecurity problem. You want to start a podcast. You want to do this. They can't even sit there and take one video and they erase it because everybody they're worried about. We're solving another problem of how do I do this? I don't even know where to get started. Who do I trust? Exactly. No, I, I love that. Yeah, that's the reason what I'm going to be doing what We're I'm doing. Like, that yeah, it's like, right? yeah, it's, it's like, crazy. you know, letting people know a lot of people need their hands held. Like, yes, you can go online and consume all the free content. You can go back, listen to all my episodes, listen to all your episodes, or you can just maybe pay a small fee and get it all diced to you. Well, you need uh, a roadmap. You, I think but that's you need like, a, you need yeah. a roadmap. You need a, a success path. Mm-hmm. Um, 
one of my favorite people for like membership is Stu McLaren. It's like, you need a success path where you can define where you are on the success path, define where you're going and what actions you need to take to get there and then be held accountable by someone who's actually doing it with you. That's yeah. kind of the magic formula. No, and I, I, I think, I think a lot of us in life, like you even said, when you start posting content, your confidence goes up. Mm-hmm. And I think people don't post, and I, and I've literally, Christmas, I've literally sat there and I said, why do you not post? And I know what their answer is going to be, and they go, well, I'm going to no, no, just yeah. be honest, yeah. yeah, because I'm worried about what people are going to think. Right. And I go, but isn't that sad? And like yeah. what you, like Laird Hamilton was saying, he goes, isn't it amazing that. What is it, Chris? He said we wake up in a world and we're worried about like feared of this stuff. And he goes, "You could die today." We all exactly. live in fear, so he's like, "You could exactly. die at any point." Like I could die today, like on my way to work. So why not take the chance? Like why not take the risk? Exactly. Why not travel the world? Why not? Why not why go not? be a poker player? Why not start a podcast? You gotta, you gotta try. Like I, you know, unfortunately, I've had friends who, like one of my friends, uh, last a year and a half ago, got hit by a car in Atlanta, and he's gone. So like. You never know what could happen. I did a podcast episode about that, you know, that week. Uh, but you never know what could happen. So if you're not making the most of it, then, uh, you know, what's the point, right? And I think the worst uh, – somebody said this the other day, and it's so true because I think I'd rather know that I failed at something than to live with the fact that I never tried. And I, I never post that all the know. time too, I'll yeah. Never know. Regret is way worse than yeah. failing. <laughs> if yeah. I can try everything and fail at everything and then just go back to the job, at least I can be happy mentally. Right. <laughs> like, you exactly, know. exactly. So because at the end of the day, um, you know, when you put your head and sleep at night, like you're just dealing with you. Mm-hmm. Like if you failed, it's like who cares? You, when you're, who cares what anybody thinks? Because you go back to your job, you're like, but at least I tried. I did it. You don't. You're not doing anything. And frankly, yeah. I tell people all the time, like, even though people have their opinions and their judgments, nobody really cares. Nobody not really. Re- most like, people really just care about themselves. They'd rather <laughs> you just hear their opinion and yeah. then they go on with the rest of their day exactly. and don't even give you any thoughts. Exactly. You, it's, reminds me it's, of that a lot. it's the spotlight yes. effect. It's yeah. like you think you people are paying attention to you at an eight out of ten. In reality, most is like a two and a half out of ten. We all want people to hear our opinions because we think our opinions are so important. Yes. But we don't even really care that much about the thing we're giving the opinion on. Like, that's the truth yeah. of the matter. Yep. So I'm like, I'd love to feel like I'm so special and people care about me so much. But the truth of the matter is they have their own lives and their own yeah. shit they're dealing it's with. It's just layers. So that's why that's – why I can... was just a, a minor distraction. <laughs> yeah, just a minor blip. That's yeah. why it's so key. And one of the people I work with is Mark Lack. He's a personal branding guy. It's like – People don't care about your opinion. They care about how your opinion makes them feel about themselves and their opinion. Because exactly. everyone relates it back to themselves. So it's important how you make them feel about themselves, not about how they feel about you 100%. or how they, they feel That's about the thing. That's the hardest thing, thing like, to do right and there. And it's hard to do. just said is the hardest thing to do. It is hard to do. Like, in, this, in what we're talking about. Yeah, because sometimes like on my stories, I'll post the craziest videos of shit or someone of like – a someone twerking and then I'll post like a motivational account just to see like who unfollows like just just to see if like if you're still following me after the craziness I just posted then you'll follow me for anything yeah. so like sometimes I like but I just have fun with it and it's like you gotta not care about that part of it have fun put out your stuff because I do like video votes or I take like two like TikTok videos and like put them up against each other I've started to do that and like some of those are wild and yeah. like and then I'll be doing a quote from Gary Vee and then and the people are like what is going on like this is the most random shit but like they pay attention to that because they don't know what's coming or if it's me just out I just did a video before here it's like about to do another podcast for five seconds I posted it like real life fun entertaining educational inspirational like just mix it all up just do you yeah. I think the other thing too, like 
the younger generation and, all, and even older people too, because we do with finances is like, you know, you're buying shit because you want to impress other people that you buy the Gary Vee, you buy yeah. shit. You don't need to impress other people. Yeah. And that's why I tell people that's where if you want to do this, that's got to go away. And maybe you can come down the road and you got to focus yeah, on at least in the beginning and the start. If you start making some true, you know, moves, then yes, you can reward yourself, of course. But uh, yeah, if you're sacrificing the business health and like growth for the flash, then you're always going to be at a ceiling. Well, like Grant says, like pay the price now so you can pay any price later. It's like it, just like you said, I mean, to even growing your podcast or your following or anything like that is like all about those hours that you're putting in dming people and all that like it's not necessarily what you want to be doing then it's more about the payoff that you're going to get later exactly so same thing with saving your money save your money so you can go buy things invest in things so then you can go buy that watch or that car or that whatever things that you're into when i was working i would i would i would go out at least like three nights a week and always go to events be the yes guy down to go to the event down to go to happy hour down to go to this now i'm the no guy like i deny 90% of things that are happening around me with friends and fortunately well and fortunately because I'm doing what's best for me right now but like (laughs) (laughs) 99.9 but it's like yeah it's like someone's like you want to go watch Tiger tomorrow I was like I love Tiger I'm a huge Tiger fan if he's going for the break the record on Sunday I will absolutely be there I'll pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars to go see him break the record of all time but like Saturday I gotta shoot some videos unfortunately so I'm not gonna go just to see Tiger today I've already seen him lots of times like denying people like that it's like you coming out tonight no you come to watch the football game no i i didn't watch i watched one football game this past season which is crazy because a couple years ago i was in like five fantasy leagues and i didn't miss one game yep. so it's i tease kenny all the time i was just saying to monty actually <laughs> oh gosh, the other day. this is funny yeah kenny like kenny doesn't me. know what it's like to just hang out just for the sake of hanging out like he, <laughs> if he's gonna go hang out with somebody there is a purpose like it's a workout. Yeah. It's a to talk about some business thing. There's and a like, reason why I'm sit at someone's house. And I, and I tell people, there, you know, it's like yeah. people don't like to hear it, but there's a reason why mm-hmm. I'm probably by myself a lot is because I move in a a certain way, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are like, that's pretty fast and gnarly after a while. <laughs> so I said that's why I just kind of do. My, it was like, okay, first we work out at five, then you move into this, then this. Like this is out of control. I mean, I've got her to get up, but it's like you know, I'm like, but this, but I said it's okay, but this is what I need for me, you know. So I agree. I just I think people, um, they're saying yes, 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 but they want all this, but they say yes, yes, yes to this stuff. That's a distraction, you know. Yeah, and it's hard. I get it. It's super. Hard, like when people go, hey, you want to go to dinner? I said, sure. And they go, eight. And I said, eight? <laughs> 3.45. I said, I'm going to be home at eight, right? Like, so now it's like, now they know. You want to go to dinner? And I can do five. Bingo, you know? So Yeah, and it's you're, you're intentional with your time, which is, which is key. And I think it's easier. I'm an introvert, so it's easier for me to be, you know, alone more than some extroverts, which they need to have people around them all the time. But I, I always say I'm an introverted extrovert. So I'm usually introverted. That's like most comfortable, but I can be an extrovert in any situation if I choose to. That might be me. Um, I think there's actually a lot of really successful people that are like that. Like you see them and you think they're probably very social, but they're not. You know, I mean, they're I like, like I love being by and, myself. I know it's yeah, weird. No, I, like, I do too. Like that's how I was asking when you yeah. travel by yourself. Like, yeah, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like I didn't have to please anyone. I could get up and do nothing all day or I could get up and do touristy stuff all day. Like yeah. depending on how I felt. Or if I'm hungover, I don't have to do shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's one thing that I probably, if, if I 
could go back in life, I'd have probably traveled by myself. I won't now because I would rather travel with family. But you know, this is like, but this because obviously, it just it, if you have family, you're like, there's no way I want them not here. Right. But I would have done that because I would have probably really enjoyed it because I love just being myself. Because you learn so much about yourself, yep. and you're putting yourself in situations where there's like, there's nobody around. Like I'm just going. Like, yeah. That's, I stayed you. in hostels, meet other people doing the same things and just different backgrounds. And like sometimes you can travel to the next place together like because but well i was doing the boat thing so i didn't really do that but like <laughs> um just meeting amazing people and it's you incredible. learn more and uh you uh, a famous surfer andy irons he passed i don't know if you know who he is but he uh always said is yeah you can go to school he's like but you'll learn more traveling the world than you ever will in school like any school will teach you and he was known because he was a surfer and he went right in and traveled the world and he was just like I tell people you go to these places and you see other cultures and how things are and you come back here and some things are good and bad, but it's like there's a big world out there outside of the little bubble in San Diego. Yeah. I said this on the most recent podcast I was on. It's like I've learned more in the past year or two years from traveling and podcasting than I have in the 10 years combined previously with school, high school, college, you know, real world work after that, like everything combined. It's been this past two years, exponential growth just as a person, not my bank account, but you know, yeah. mindset and things that matter that will set me up in the future. Yeah. I mean, you just being here, it's like, we're kind of the same thing. You said a couple of things and we'll probably go away. That's a, that's a couple of smart little nuggets of information. You know, you, you, you know, take yeah. away, like, that's what it is. You, you meet somebody. It's like, like when I went to see Gary V, I never even posted this video. I have it, which I will one day of us. And it was like, I'm like, I just want to one thing, just one th- mm-hmm. My one takeaway was just fucking go do it, dude. Mm-hmm. Get out of your head and do it. I was always so in my head. Because I am an introvert because I'm like, I wasn't as scared. I'm like, oh, I just got to do it. But once I take a leap, Crystal knows like, oh, fuck, here we go. He's going to sprint. I'm going to go. Like I go in the water. If it's shark infested, fuck, they better catch me. I'm going to swim, you know? Yeah. But that's how you do yeah, it too. Exactly. You know? no, Which yeah. I, I see and I appreciate. I thrive on the risk. It's like maybe I'm just trying to bring my net worth down to close to zero so I can build the motherfucker back up. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. But honestly, yeah. it's kind of like if you're going to do something, go all out. Yeah. You all know? in. Yeah. Go all in. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. Push it all in. (laughs) Cool. Well, hey, thanks for coming on. This is uh, fun. I mean, I think it's cool because uh, you're obviously really comfortable. You're doing podcasts. But I think it's cool to see somebody else like a year later. But when you have a conversation, you tell us what it's what it's done for you. I feel like we can relate. We understand. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why the only message I think hopefully people get out of this really is like, look, always tell people just get started just start you don't have to have it all like we didn't like that's what we said to the lady we don't have it figured out we just went and we said let's go a year and then turn back and let's see how it lit now we're like shit let's get a little strategy because mm-hmm. if it worked that good on you know willy-nilly let's get some real strategies some real um concrete uh like you said roadmap and let's knock the shit out of the park you know absolutely don't try to get it perfect just get it fucking going Getting going, yeah. Like again, we're all striving. I think you need to take that clip right there. That's your quote, like, and I'd be like, the letters, get it fucking going. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Well, thank you guys having me on so much. It was was amazing. Yeah, I love your setup, your studio, and uh, it's nice to meet people in the same boat. Yeah. Karen, before we let everybody go, where can they find you? Yeah, sure. Um, On Instagram is my main gig, Aaron B. Patton, B as in boy, and then you can also go to AaronBPatton.com. But you can get to all my other accounts from that account. And, uh, yeah, just uh, all together. It's all connected. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.